Hi there, Ekta. This is Nadia from Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. We guide cancer patients on adopting an integrative oncological treatment approach. We help them find the balance between medical treatment and complementary treatment approaches. We help patients with our team of oncologists, lab experts, nutritionists, and other healthcare professionals so that we can improve the treatment outcome for the patient. And as part of this, as part of our service to the patient, we also get connect get them connected with cancer survivors and cancer warriors like yourself here today, you know, um, so that the the knowledge is spread, queries are answered, motivation is spread, and the overall inspiration is spread to everyone, right? Through this, we get to yeah. know so many inspirational journeys, so many inspirational. Um, thoughts that people go through when they when they share it with us and communicate with us and today we have ekta with us to share her very inspirational story um i cannot wait to hear her i cannot wait to hear the story she's about to share with me i'm pretty sure our viewers cannot wait to hear it as well over to you ekta the whole world is listening to you right now please go ahead uh, thank you so much for this lovely introduction uh i am also grateful to be a part of uh, your esteem team and uh, so talking about me is that i would not, not uh, say myself a warrior i think the bigger warriors that uh, for cancer patients are their uh, support members and the family members who get us through the entire journey of ourselves so talking about my journey i'll 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 take you to 2017 when it started uh i i was uh, an mba student i was uh, doing my mba and after my second semester i had started uh, there was severe head pains that started uh after my second semester and uh, i i never thought that even with the thought of uh the doctor said that it could be a migraine and even with that thought i i could not stop crying for 3 days just listening the word migraine that i got migraine and uh, so days passed by and there were like 15 20 days and we were under the impression that it is migraine so uh, i got i completed my second semester and everything and i came came back home uh, to my parents during the vacation uh, which was after the second semester and uh, uh, when i was there at my hometown my father was sort of curious in a way that when he thought when he uh, when he also knew that i had migraine and and i was suffering uh, uh, the previous month so he thought that maybe he'll get me checked once since i am here in the hometown but at that time i was completely fine like i did not have headaches i did not have anything but it was just out of his curiosity or out of his uh, you know that father instinct that he had so he sort of uh, took me to the hospital and got me checked where my wbc came at a very high level uh, though doctors did not give any impression that it could be a cancer they they could say that that could be something because the again the white blood cells are very high and uh, uh yeah so i think after that point uh, when one report came out and then second report came out came out and then uh, the doctor suggested us to go to a metro city and get it checked bone marrow transplant and stuff and things uh, started uh, coming out and then it it was it has been roller coaster ride since then and uh, when i came amdabad nobody told me like for a couple of days for a week i think that i had this uh, cancer thing 
the doctor who was treating me he said that you you would have the cancer and the first thought was for me that so can i not go back to my college <laughs> and uh, that was quite shocking my for my parents also that i am so uh, very you know uh, career ambitious and everything and it all went back down to that thought that okay i will not be able to study anymore or i will not be able to uh, go back to my college or anything like that so that was the first thought that came into my mind when i first heard that this is something has happened and yeah so the journey has not been very great i would say but i've learned a lot of things uh, along the time and now i am completely fine and uh, so it has been almost 3 years uh, more than 3 years so uh, the the diagnosis i was diagnosed with uh, ph positive uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia which is a kind of a blood cancer uh, very uh, Uh, different kind of blood cancer so the treatment is such wherein the medicines has to be taken uh, for the lifetime and uh, i'll be on the medication for a long period of time until i am cancer free so yeah even uh, if wow. you have certain questions because i am not able to sort of <laughs> that's okay that's that's completely fine that's yeah. completely fine i mean when you take me down that road not all the information will you have to think about it gather your thoughts i understand absolutely i uh, what for me what i think is that uh, my family has been very very much supportive like extremely supportive i lost hope along the journey and uh, i lo- i was sort of diluted from what i was going through but i think the support of the caregivers the 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 surroundings of ours plays a very big role i think in this um uh, for this disease to recover you couldn't be more correct i would say that is the word the support the environment you are in the environment that is so positive around you it definitely plays a role i was going to ask you about your treatment more uh, how did your treatment go by so could you elaborate more on that uh earlier when i was diagnosed i uh, we went to several doctors uh, in our network uh, the oncologist we knew and from that when we uh, so we went to a hospital uh which is a private hospital i'll not disclose the name but the environment what we saw there and the questions that we were asked that were quite disturbing in the prospect and uh, uh, my father was also not very encouraged for me to get treated there because of the environment we were in so after consulting with various oncologists and uh, various doctors we got to know the the hospital that is well suited for us and which would be economically which would not fall into an economical burden for us so we got i got my treatment from a government hospital which is gs gsri in the uh gujarat government hospital it, it is an asia's second hospital i guess for cancer and they have uh, various so from there i think uh, things started and the doctors were very supportive the problem that occurred the the headache problem that came back and for 60 days i don't uh, for 60 days i think i could not sleep i could not just close my eyes because of the pain that i was having for the first 60 days because doctors were not able to sort of find out that what is that i was going through they were under an impression that i have the side effects of cancer uh, chemotherapy or the dosage that i am taking or something like that but nobody could find out because the problem was in my neck uh, and the mris the ct scans were that were what everything that was happening was of neck 
but uh, until that point when i consulted a neurosurgeon and after like couple of months uh, we got to know that it was a sinus problem also and and from that point i was dealing with two disease which was one one was sinus and one was cancer so both the treatments went along due to which my um, cancer treatment also got uh, shifted for like 6 months uh, so it delayed for 6 months and then this process took a long time the medications that i was taking did not suit me so there were many complications and uh, with the medicines with the but the doctors were kind enough the doctors were good so we did not have complaints in respect to that and uh, there was no as such um, issue uh, in respect to that but yeah it was quite painful uh, in the first months but then i think the things went very smoother i would rem- i remember a time when uh, there were uh, two other cancer patients uh, who who met me i was just sitting there and i was dealing with this headache pain that i was having uh during the initial phase only and they they came along and uh, they sort of they just sat next to me and they start asking me that what is uh my cancer what can, what type of cancer i have and uh, what is the problem that i'm dealing with and she uh, her name was dolly i guess and she sort of inspired me in a way uh, that nobody could i mean the my parents were there everybody was there but when she sort of shared her journey and her experience and her and then she was all right she was it was uh, 2.5 years after her diagnosis and she was all she she had her hair back and everything and i think i think that that the talk that i had with her really uh, inspired me to move on and sort of uh, you know that my head pain is nothing in front of the things that she has suffered through her you know this thing so uh, that really helped i think and um, yeah so for treatment phase i think uh, it's been uh, i had uh, six rounds of chemotherapy uh, 21 days of radiation therapy my uh, treatment ended up in uh, with the chemotherapy and radiation therapy it ended in um december 2018 i guess december 2019 yes and it's been 2.5 years uh, under which i am uh, maintenance phase which is 2.5 years i have another medicines that i have to take and now for the lifetime i'll have one single dose of medicine the chemotherapy that i'll have to take for a longer run currently i'm also working with a non-profit uh, which works uh, towards creating inclusive societies and works in various sectors of education health sanitation and uh, i am doing my bit wow that's just it's funny how a stranger can just walk to us towards us and change our lives isn't yeah, it yeah it was it, it was really uh, good like even when i visit my doctors now they sort of ask me that if i can come a day and sort of talk to the people uh, who would who would also get so i i definitely i have visited two or three patients uh, after my recovery also uh, it certainly gives some some sort of just looking at you i think it gives some sort of motivation or hope or i don't know what that word is but something is clicked for a cancer patient when see when they see the the ulterior motive which after 2.5 years they will also get back to their feet and i have met a lot of cancer patients through my journey and every everyone's journey is i think quite beautiful from what i have uh, heard
Yeah, it is beautiful. That is why we are sitting here and having this conversation with you because we want to know Ekta's story, which is again extremely yes. nice. I love the fact that you just told me about the stranger who just walked up to you and changed your life all of a sudden, changed your perspective, changed your yeah. attitude with just one conversation. I mean, how much did that take? It is just beautiful yeah, exactly. how how people can just change strangers and that too we don't even have any relation with them. It just happens, coincidence, right? yeah also True. coming to how your whole family took this um i know you said they were very supportive but how do you dis- how did they take it as a family and as uh the fact that their daughter is in this uh ha- has the disease i think uh, our entire life went haywire when we when when uh, this thing was enco- encountered so last thing my when i my when my father got to know that i have this disease and he asked me that what do you want to eat like today what is that you want to eat and i and then my first instinct was i want to eat maggi i am a big time maggi lover so he was he, he funny funnily just laughed uh, and then uh, he he got like he got me the last thing that i wanted to have and uh, uh, and then he did not tell me i i, I said my doctors told me that i have this disease and uh, he knew he knew for like couple of days and he was just um, figuring out the doctors and the hospitals that i have to get treated in and everything and uh, so i don't know the previous phase when they when they got to know and then how my brother because my brother and my father were first to know about this thing and uh, they sort of in the first week i think they just roamed here and there and find found uh, find about find out that which is the hospital that i should get treated in and everything met lot of oncologists met lot of doctors took lot of opinions and everything and the funny part is that i am not from the place where i took the treatment from my house is 150 kilometers away uh, from amdabad which is where i took the treatment so the initial phase like like the first 3 to 4 months were tiring for my parents also because we have to do the up down thing from my native to amdabad uh because amdabad we were not living in amdabad during that period my sisters were my my brother were but they were living in their hostels and they we did not have a home here so it was very difficult in the initial phase to even take that step that do we want to shift like do we want to shift to the entire business because my father is a businessman and how would we go like shutting down the entire business and shift amdabad and start a new because this cancer uh, journey takes time like it it would be so the decision that we took was my father stood uh, stayed in palanpur which is my native place and my entire shift family shifted here my sister sort of completed her graduation my brother left his job and uh, we stayed uh, i'm my best friend uh, she sort of helped me find a new home for uh, me after like couple of months because during the first phase we were just traveling back and forth uh from my native place to and it was again very much tiring enough and uh, very much frustrating very much you know i i i there were times there were there were not a single day when i did not vomited in the taxi which we used to book on a daily basis so first a few months i as i said that there were lot of things were mixed up because i had headaches i had cancer chemotherapy going on and we were sort of confused that what is to be done and everything my my parents i think they did not 
showed or they did not express that what is that they are going through my mother lost a huge amount of weight huge extreme amount of weight i think 20 kgs in the first two months uh but she didn't she never cried in front of me uh, her appetite lost and she was not able to eat anything and i am a big time foodie and i was not able to eat anything because there are certain prescriptions uh in the way diet has to be followed and everything so the the my entire this cancer journey was focused on what is that i can eat because that is what was keeping me in a way that because i had so much of uh problems with the food that i was consuming so i was just looking forward that what is one thing that you can get me um you know that way uh, and because of that my mother also could not eat because i was not able to eat the regular food and mm. uh, this thing happened and uh, i think my mother did not enjoy <laughs> mangoes or watermelon during the summer season because that is the time i was diagnosed yeah so she did not i was not able to consume any fruits because in the cancer uh, it is said that you do not uh, have dry things or something like that right and my brother uh, uh, sort of uh, took a break from his job he left his job he started so uh, what we did is that my entire family used to stay at the at my home uh, so we are four siblings and uh, my brother used to stay at hospital my mother used to stay at hospital my sister used left her uh, i mean once her graduation was finished her graduation was at the time of uh, completion only but she did not take any job she was like a full time caretaker for me like from bathing to to sort of you know taking care of medicines to everything and she's a younger to me she is three years younger to me so it was great deal of um, you know toll or on her uh, that phase the teenager phase that she has to have so but they all came long and then my one younger brother who who was in school he managed he and my father managed staying in palanpur they sort of did the household chores and cooking and everything on their own and yeah so it has been quite <laughs> up and down but we have been uh, in ahmedabad since then and we did not leave uh, ahmedabad after that and uh, financially it was bit uh, constraining at the point wherein there was a situation wherein doctors asked us for the bone marrow transplant and it would have costed us more than 60 lakhs uh, so that was prescribed and we were also sort of worried that how would we arrange that much amount of money in a single go so all that happened and yeah, yeah i understand family, yeah i understand it is just so beautiful the way you are explaining about your family each and every person what kind of role they played what in this entire journey i mean i'm so overwhelmed right now because they all just came together you didn't have to tell them no do this do that they just came together yeah. as a family and did what they had to do it's it's just a beautiful thing it's just a beautiful thing and uh, secondly like you said you were had traveling a lot um how did that affect you in did did it have an effect on your treatment or uh, on your health like did it cause any other problems uh the traveling portion was yes causing the uh trauma of having six hours even in regular days when i am fine right now even if i'm i if i have to travel for six days at a stretch six hours at a stretch in a day it will take a maybe not physically but it would take a mental toll in yes, a way yes. that how the journey the entire road trips and at that time i was on heavy doses of chemotherapy and so i used to puke a lot like 
everything i used to eat it 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 just uh, came puking mm-hmm. so uh, we had to sort of arrange um, there was no one who could travel so what we did is, was that uh, someone would amdavad would come to take, pick me and then um, they would take me to the hospital and they would again come back to drop me so four rounds of travel 150 kilometers you know it was quite hectic I yeah think. too much yes because uh, at that point of time we we also did not thought that how would we manage staying in amdavad the economic portion if i if we shut down the business and everything how would we arrange for the uh, finances for the yes. treatment yes so absolutely because that is what is important is the need of the r right yeah 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 and also uh, when it comes to your age and the diagnosis of the cancer i mean the stage at which it was what age were you diagnosed at and what stage was it uh i am not sure about the stage because uh, it was not mentioned that uh, if this type of cancer has a stage or something there was a phase where in doctors said that wbc has wbc cells are very huge right exponentially uh uh huge and uh, uh sorry what was your question the age what age were you at that uh, i 22 22 yeah. 22 right right oh you said you were in college mba yes ah. right and uh, during that time how did you manage your college life and personal life taking care of yourself um college life i when i it was the time wherein i had this internship to go to like after my second uh, semester there is an third one month or two months internship that we have to go to which was in bangalore i was my, doing my mba in bangalore and uh, so for that intern internship when i got to know i suddenly informed the committee that uh, college committee that this is the situation and i will not be able to sort of uh, come for an, an internship so the word spread around and uh, the every time i just whenever i visited the doctors in the first month i think i was just bombarding them with the questions that when when is that i will be able to sort of go to my college back and uh, do the regular stuff i was just asking him these questions about my college and uh, so he he did not said any direct answer but he just said that you just focus on your health right now you just focus on your uh, you don't have to worry about education sab ho jayega and so he was he was just giving me one single answer i was i was expecting a time or a date or something but he never said that this is the time it will take for you to recover or something right right yeah. and uh, i was also because i knew that cancer is deadly and a cancer is serious and everything but i did not knew that it would take like it takes like this because i had we did not have any genetic uh, I, even i was never around a person who had cancer i never heard in my you know connections also that yeah. somebody had something something is that which is uh, you never heard and then you got to know about it yes. and that is when the confusion happened you have someone to take through that step that how to go and how to follow so if there is direction on the path to follow i think that would have helped us in a way to to sort of entangle the things in a easy way uh so uh, met so that thos- uh, college thing sort of uh, i took a pause from a college when i got to know the how serious the situation is even i stopped asking certain things after a month and uh, 
so college thing college were also my college was also very supportive in the format that they uh, supported in every way they want they they thought they they asked me to just take care of myself and whenever i'm back uh, i can resume my studies so i took a one year pause and after uh, a one after one year i went back finished my uh, graduation in 2019 i got my degree and uh, i am an mba graduate now wow amazing amazing you completed your mba at the same time you went through the journey managed both simultaneously amazing amazing and not only that um it is it is a matter of that entire logistics that you planned out and not only that you have taken care of yourself really well if you ask me you you took care of yourself by taking care of the symptoms in the beginning constant headaches uh, you do say your dad took you to the hospital but i'm pretty sure you it was not just a normal headache right that self examination and early detection can be stress more on that on the importance yes, i think it was uh, in the form that nobody expected that a uh, uh, checkup for headache would turn into something called cancer and uh, it was so unusual for my father also to think uh, that since you are here just let get let, let just get you checked you know that and i was resisting i was saying no i why do you want me to get checked and everything i was resisting that to that point that i did not wanted to go and uh, had that not been the cause then there was like just a period of 10 days wherein i had to go back to my college and get my internship started and everything uh, and and the reason i did not wanted to go is that i was okay at that point of time when i came back home i was absolutely fine there was no headache there was no you know any symptom that one can say that i am i am i am going through something but it just that instinct that he had and then uh, which and and you won't believe that first report that we took so he said that there, there might be a there might be something and nobody said no that this can lead to cancer but again the first report that came uh, he got a bit suspicious about something like he said no i think uh, maybe we should get it checked from my reference let's go to some, someone whom i know so he took he took a second opinion on that report also just the normal blood report so i think somewhere other there was a calling for <laughs> i don't know something uh, really unusual happened during that period because that is not the usual behavior because i had lot of troubles in the past also we we just follow through the normal process that it will pass away yeah and uh, so this is yeah this happened and the headache was also in a way uh, the it it could have been migraine only because the symptoms were as such and i got treated after some period and everything went well so i think yeah yeah sometimes that like you said it has been a roller coaster ride and your father has had that instinct of oh something is really not adding up yeah yeah that was it. and he was searching for answers and he found it yes definitely so um talking more about your lifestyle talking more about how your lifestyle used to be before cancer while cancer went through and after cancer my lifestyle in the form of clothes clothing uh, and uh, the roaming around <laughs> <laughs> definitely we would like to know everything but definitely your nutrition your diet 
Uh, did you exercise? Things like that. And how, what must a person with this cancer expect? As a viewer, when I'm watching, what do I what do I want to know? I I think I am sort of a free soul. I never took life that seriously. I never thought for an instinct that what is that I am consuming in the form of food. I thought that maybe if I'm uh, consuming some uh, junk food, so this is the age that I should have everything like before cancer. That this is the time when I should be experiencing a lot of things, and this is my like prime time for uh, you know in every format. That I I never had this second thoughts on certain things. And during the cancer, obviously the uh, nutrition that doctors suggested that what is what has to be followed. Uh, my family made sure that even though uh, I have such cravings and I have such <laughs> uh, demands for different different types of don't items, we all items. yeah everybody has so but uh, they sort of that was that is what I said that that was that is what the difficult part for my family was in the form that how do they convince me to not eat, not ask for uh, uh, this thing so. And after that, I have recovered. Now I am. I will not say I will. I am hundred percent cautious, but I do make sure that what is that I am consuming uh, gets uh, supplemented in some or other way. So I have regular soup uh, that which my mother makes. Uh, regular healthy diet. Plus, if sometimes there are cheat days that that I also I follow. I'm not very much like a person of very strict person. Very hardcore you know uh, into something i just take that life as it is coming yes and that is exactly what we are trying to tell everybody take life as it comes and take each day as it comes and moreover cancer has got a lot to do with your mind also right uh, by spreading the yeah. awareness by spreading the right kind of awareness right kind of guidance right kind of attitude and positivity all around i think a lot of it a lot of it can be handled in a much better way so what would be your comments on that about the mind and playing the mind playing a vital role in the treatment yeah so as i said that if you if 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 you remember in my journey also the first 60 days were so painful so hopeless so because somewhere or other i also lost the hope and i also was not wanting i was just want i was just wanting this pain to end i was not wanting anything bigger for my life i just was wanting that somewhere somehow or other this pain should stop that is what i am experiencing through like the first 60 days as i said i was not even to sleep i was just i was not watching my phone i was doing nothing i was just watching the i was just sleeping and seeing i i just used to stare at ceiling nothing else i i could not i did i don't remember if i spoke to like anyone in 10 days 20 days i could not utter a word that is what the pain was the first initial pain was it it did it, it sort of i can't explain that uh, in a way and slowly slowly when things started progressing when i met uh, this other girl when i met my fe- fellow patients when i met other people and uh, even for myself when the things started improving uh, some sort of positivity came i remember in october or november i think i was at a point wherein i was grateful to the period that i have experienced i have lived through this entire time 
don't yeah, know that towards the that, end you started seeing the light that, yeah oh okay i the, get the, there was in october or november i remember there was a time when you wherein i felt that this is something very different that i have experienced that nobody uh, experiences and i have the so there was this phase also there are certain phases which are dull which are not uh, so encouraging but that is what that we are full of we are uh, as a humanity you know, as as humans we are full of emotions so sometimes it's good sometimes bad but uh, some good days some ga- have, bad days true true yes we have to go through that nevertheless we've got to know what exactly the information is out there nevertheless we have to be aware nevertheless we need to take the steps required correct yeah yeah and that is why we even having this conversation because i'm pretty sure so many viewers out there are going to benefit from it and uh, and um, coming to what i wanted to ask mainly was how did you bring about today when you're speaking to me you speak with so much of gratitude you speak with so much of zest for life that okay i can go through anything right now there's a certain kind of radiance on your face that is just beautiful it is like you said like you said um, you have reached a certain point in life where you think that okay i'm grateful for this why would you say that um that is what that there was a phase in life when in i felt this entire journey that i have experienced to be very grateful and uh, sometimes when there are pains so what i want to say is that when for me when there is pain attached when there is something which is very painful happening internally physically uh, as you may say so that period i could not feel anything else i could not feel how many people are supporting me how many uh, how how much how things are going around me how how good is happening around me uh, what is that new show that has come that i have to see something very unusual happens and that point is the dark phase for me but and th- those are very few and compared to that if you see the 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 better ones the good ones they are in larger number and that is the time that i feel grateful like right now i am speaking to you 20 days as i said that i have i am going through severe headaches since the last 20 25 days but still i can sort of converse with you today and uh, you being so, such a nice host uh, somewhere is encouraging me or uh, you know letting me uh, flow the information because this is again the first time that i am speaking to someone about my journey i have never spoken to anybody uh, even lot of people have asked me to write a blog to sort of put down my words and i, I and i have always felt that uh, that what is that i have gone through is is a normal uh, journey for every case, cancer patient it is not something exceptional that i have gone through like i have been in pain i have suffered and i have also but that is what everybody has experienced that is not something exceptional that i have that is what my ideology has been from the start and that is why i don't um, sort of but dimple the has been very close to me and i think i owe her i, I owe it to her and uh, <laughs> i also feel very you know uh, very good i i am never felt a great connection with anyone as such so 
thank you so much that, thank you so yeah. much ekta like i have to say that thank you so much very much because it it means a lot to her as well and as to all of us behind her so it is a big thing yes continue yeah so in a way that you asked that uh, what is uh, i feel good about is that right now i am recovered i've got my hair back i got i have put on some weight but <laughs> i am back to normal face i am walking i am doing the usual course though the immunity is not that great but still i am in a phase that i am not uh, i don't say I, i have not i i don't feel anything lesser what i have been earlier it is just giving me a hope every day that i have to achieve something uh, things have been slow but they are moving forward it is not that it has stopped the because with the cancer journey uh, things sort of stopped for me and i was always i'm i'm a very ambitious person i always wanted to achieve something and uh, so at that period of time so there was this stress that what will i do with my career and so actually frankly speaking all this uh, thoughts that one experiences during this phase uh, it is a lot of people have come and said that positivity works and this thing works and everything works but i think uh, the most important thing for a cancer patient to hear is that okay if you are feeling low it is okay but what is there that i can help you to make it go better if there is some helping hand in a way what is that i can do to sort of make your negative into positive rather than just saying that don't think negative don't think this don't think that mm-hmm. there should be a helping hand in a way that should that should say that what is that i can do to support you that is exactly that is the message exactly what we are trying to put forward with these kind of videos from us from our side as well to everybody out there watching this video ekta what is your message what would you like to say to them what as a viewer what would you like to hear caregivers out there patients out there survivors out there what is ekta's message words of wisdom and lessons learned to them <laughs> again i i don't think i am the right person to sort of give a message uh to the people who are uh, uh you know uh, in a way but uh, if i have to say something from heart to heart i think my best wishes are with you if if you are going through something like that and if you feel that uh, any time during your journey there is a connect with my story and you would want to uh talk to me speak to me uh meet me if you are in the city anything like that i think uh, i'll i'll be glad to you know have it in a way that uh to share whatever that i feel and to to sort of ease your pain and and as as i said that if you feel negative if you feel low at points and if you feel that way so there is nothing that for me there is nothing that has helped uh, but if if there is something you say that this is something that i want from the person to help i think i'll be there in a way uh, if you ask me for it wow that is such a beautiful message i i'm pretty sure a lot of people are hearing this i'm pretty sure a lot of people are be- going to benefit from this and like ekta said you can always reach out to her always reach out to her i can share I- you my number and if you if you want to sort of pass it forward to anyone i'll be there to speak No wow beautiful beautiful thank you so much as as a as a 
not even just a host as a person as a lady and lady to lady here um thank you so much for going through what you went through and having the guts to even stand up for yourself and tell us all about what you went through it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of effort to, even while you're going through you're not well as of now so i really i really want to applaud you on that you're not well and you're still sitting here talking to us with such a radiant smile <laughs> it is just beautiful thank you so much thank you so much ekta for taking the time out with us please take care please keep inspiring all of us and on behalf of zenonco.io and love heals cancer i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much ekta thank you thank you have a good have day a, you too have a great day ahead